Good day, sir. Good day. Oh, no. Do I say good day to begin? No, that's usually the end. I don't know. Hello. How's it going? Good, you. That's usually what I say. It's how's it going? That's my pet initiation to any situation. If you were to change it, what would you change it to? Come on, create a new greeting. How are you going to engage people in a different way? Hello. Wow. You just you just slayed it. Like you walked into a room and everybody turned and said, Did she say hello? What's up? No, that's 1990s. Okay. No. Kids will make fun of you. Um I already know. I got one of two options on if I was to change my way I entered a room. How do you enter a room? Well, right now I just enter like normal and read the room. But if I was to change it, yeah. option A, entrance music like a wrestler, mm-hmm. potentially pyro. It's like fireworks and stuff going on, and I got a little whatever. I think that'd be a great way to get everybody's attention. Second, a little bit more old school, I'd have a crier waiting at the front door that as soon as I walked in, he would announce me mm. with my official title. Mm. You may want to consider that because you've, like you've got like 17 titles. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Lady, I would just want Lady Pizanko. After everything else, that's all you want. That's cool. Yeah. All right. What would be what would your coolest title be? Not an actual like if you could make up your own coolest title, what would you want? My own coolest title? Like what do you think would be the best title if you could have any title? It's a great question. What do they call the female? Like when Sir Ma'am. Isn't like Judy Dench, isn't she knighted? Dame Judy Dench. Dame. Nah, ladies better. Okay. Should we let? Judy Dench know? So just looking at, I mean, it was summer success, mm-hmm. but in the summer, we already need to start thinking about back to school success and capitalizing. I mean, we've talked about social skills and resilience yep. and those types of things. And now is also a good time to start setting up different routines and habits that, you know, we want to continue because it's so easy just to do nothing over the summer. And then we get caught up in the busyness of the fall that we let a lot of things go to the wayside that maybe are important and we just never get around to it. So looking at, yeah, whether it's routines or habits that you think would be really good for parents, kids, families to be doing that they could start implementing now in the summer. Um, well, I mean, bedtimes are a gong show, right? Summertime mm-hmm. bedtimes are a gong show. Um, I think that the routines that we try and maintain that are consistent throughout the year or are small daily chores, mm-hmm. right? Like it's one thing. So I guess the question I have is, are you asking what ones need to be reestablished in time for fall or that you feel need to be in place as a net new sort of thing? Both end. Okay. Both end. Yeah. Like bedtime, for example. Yeah. At least two weeks, I would say before school starts, you yeah. want to reel that in and get them back on to a consistent schedule and you know bedtime wake up time yeah i say that's that is the most that's the biggest thing that's always the biggest challenge for us is getting that school schedule that sleep schedule that daily routine schedule back in place so i'd say yeah starting that at a minimum two weeks out 
Um, and then maintaining a lot of stuff. I mean, you can tailor the chore stuff. Like when we, during the summer, we kind of let them do their chores when, when it suits them, right? Like putting away dishes or. Or when it's getting in the way, like this morning I had to get Willow to put away the dishes because I was starting to wash the breakfast dishes. Yeah, totally. So things like that, um, need to be tightened up, right? Like, um, for the most part, like the difference between normal chores and summer chores for our kids is like, they don't like. Our, our youngest typically does hers when she gets home from school. But during the day over the summer, it's kind of whenever, right? So I think getting into that routine, again, I'd say probably at least a couple of weeks beforehand, getting them used to, you know, around supper time, put away the dishes from yesterday, you know, tidy up whatever you need to do, all that sort of stuff. But the balance is, I you know, you don't want August to feel like a throwaway month because it is getting ready for September too much, right? You almost have to try and reintegrate those pieces without losing the fact that it's still summer vacation, right? Right, Because it is already short. Like we were just lamenting the fact that one of ours goes back before the September long weekend, mm-hmm. right? So it feels like an extra short year this year, right? Um, so, but yeah, I would say for me, it's all about the daily routine stuff that needs to be done to help run the house for the rest of the year. Um, and I would say a minimum two weeks, um, for us, a lot of the chores that they do, um, are small daily ones. The one that really goes by the wayside that would need to be brought back is their, their weekly chores, the house cleaning chores, mm-hmm. right? Cause we kind of do it ad hoc as we go, right? Like with, with all of us kind of tripping well, over. Well, like before you came, I did have Willow wash the bathroom and we vacuumed and stuff. So I think we can still maintain those here. I do. I, yeah. I think it's possible. I don't think we do consistently. That's what I'm saying. We don't have a weekly schedule of chores out here. I would say we do, but that's oh. okay. Cause we do them before you get here. That's why. Oh, okay. Well, maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. It's always bathrooms vacuuming. Oh, okay. So some I just ducks, don't see it. Some dusting. Yeah, you usually just don't see it. Okay. But we usually do. Try to keep that. And at home, we would have to, too. Yeah, I think at home, but, it's even harder, though, because they're typically at rinks on yeah. Saturday, Sunday. They would normally do it. So. Yeah. So, I mean, chores is one, but other things, um, you know, physical activity, if they aren't already doing that, I think that that could be important. I was thinking, too, things like self-care. Yeah. habits, right? Like I think that that's something a lot of parents neglect, but that's such an important lesson to be teaching our kids too. taking that time to ourselves to rejuvenate, whatever that is. It could be, I mean, it could be a massage, but it could be going for a walk, going for a hike, grabbing a book and reading. Although I would say reading is another one that I'm going to get to, but um, doing some of that self-care kind of yeah. routine, whether it's a daily battery reset or a weekly longer sort of reset recharge. Mm-hmm. I think that that could be a really important one to do. Um, our job I do, and I I, I want to talk in a future episode just about helping our kids um, with academic success. Mm-hmm. But one of those, that could be a routine that we start setting up now where it is that established time every single day that we're putting aside to read, for example, and maybe it's to write in our journal. So even in just half an hour as a family, we're going to read what, and, and maybe there's going to be flexibility in the summer because every day is going to be different. Like if you're going to a barbecue you know, tonight or this afternoon, that's our normal reading time. So you could establish a normal reading time. 
Um, and then just on the day, if there's something that gets in the way, find a different time or day by day. It's like, okay, we're going to do our self-care time today. We're going to do our reading time. Let's organize our day around that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were the types of like other things that I was thinking of. I don't know if there's anything else that you could think of. I mean, no, I mean, that, that essentially covers everything, right? In terms of getting them back into the routine. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not sure what else I would say. So I guess, again, just thinking about your own family, what that would be. Um, I know one every year at the beginning of the school year, I'm so gung-ho about setting up a homework time, a study time. And that's why I was really thinking of like a learning time as well. So that would be another one that I would throw in. I think reading always has to be done anyways, 30 minutes minimum for doesn't matter how old your kid is. If they're in preschool all the way up to high school, they should be doing that at a minimum and through the summer as well. But maybe having a learning time as well, like where you can, well, actually we got a new puppy. You mentioned it last week. I did. Um, and Willow has been amazing. She has researched and created her own puppy training manual. And so it could be that, like, I don't care what the topic is. I want you to research it and put something together Yeah, that it could be a manual. It could be a PowerPoint presentation. It could just be, it doesn't matter what it is or something that you talk about, like, Hey, this is what I learned today. Right. So just, you know, again, instilling that love for learning, but an established time where we are focused on some learning task. Well, and potentially even getting them back into or starting, um, for families that have musical kids, right. Getting them back into, mm-hmm. if they don't, if they take the summer off, getting them prepped for going back to classes for piano or violin or whatever it ends up being right because we have stuff out here that the kids use kind of on their own self-led um that in the fall right it used to lead right into it now they're both kind of in a transition phase but stuff like that would probably be part of that learning thing too yeah and i think for parents um i'm gonna be alone this week good or bad i don't know i find it's actually not good when i'm by myself because i don't take care of myself um with a puppy it's going to be extra interesting however that's why I was really thinking of this. I'm like, what are some of those things that have gone to the wayside that I really need to do? Yeah. And for me, stretching, I always stretch in the morning after I work out, but for me, stretching before bed, just because I've got lots of back pain and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to establish that routine. I'm learning Spanish mm-hmm. still. And so making that, I've noticed I've been getting busy and it's kind of going to the side. So I want to find that time where I'm, just 15 minutes a day doing Spanish and then piano. I want to get back into piano as well. So those are the types of things that I was thinking of, you know, walks are easy for me because I got puppies. I got to do it, but just looking even parents for yourself, you know, for the rest of the summer, what are things, even if it was just five minute increments, if you could start one minute a day and build up, you know, maybe next week it's five minutes and the week after is 10 minutes that you can start building those in for yourself and encouraging your kids as well to do those things. Yeah. For me, I think the things that I've just on that note, kind of other things is, is for me, it's the establishment of good sleep schedule. I've never really had one in years, but lately I've been trying to be much more focused on, you know, go to bed at this time, wake up kind of around this time. I'm a little lazier on the weekends, right? Like I'm getting up at seven or eight. Um, whereas work weeks, it's kind of six, six 30 ish. I'll start getting up. Um, but for me, it was it was more about when I go to bed, right? Yeah. I had built a routine where I would stay up an hour or two after everybody else went to bed and 
over the years, it's become not doing anything. It's just basically wasting time. So trying to be better about making sure that I go and get actual sleep so that I'm more productive. And then other things for me is, is I mean, it's interesting because I don't really have, I'm not really modeling the learning stuff, but I find lately a lot of what I'm trying to do is a lot more of the um, just keeping up on stuff, mm-hmm. right? In terms of like cleaning the dishes when they need to be cleaned and putting them away when they need to be cleaned and always trying to keep things orderly. And I don't know if that's just, I'm getting older and that's just a way to kill time or what, but it just, it feels far less intimidating to walk into a kitchen that isn't overflowing with stuff everywhere. Right. And, and in our house, it's the first thing you see, you mm-hmm. walk in and if the kitchen's dirty, the whole house is dirty. Yeah. Right. Because that's what it feels like. So it's, it's keeping those sort of routines for me. I don't know if it translates to the kids so much. I think they just benefit from it. Um, but it, it is for me, it's about pr- trying to put some structure in the day. Cause a lot of times it just wouldn't be there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like things would happen or we would float or we would, kind of do things as they came up with no real purpose. And then, you know, what do you do from there? Like when I get home today, if there's time and it's not raining, I need to cut the lawn, right? Part of my routine when I go home is lawn care because it has to be done before Tuesday morning, right? So I've only really got one or two nights or I have to do it before I leave, right? So there's over the summer, my routine is different from what it would be in the spring or fall or the rest of the year. Um, But yeah, I find that, you know, your statement about trying to learn the new things, like go back and do your Spanish or do your piano or do it. That's stuff I probably could incorporate more of because I don't right now. Well, it's got to be your priority, right? So focusing on sleep, I think is, and for me, I'm fairly good with that. The only thing that I would is just the lead up to bedtime because I think I've gotten that under control where I am trying to get to bed at the same time. Um, but, but then I just want to add these things that are important to me that are kind of holding me down. So, and for your kids, I mean, for my kids, they always had, I've always had, you have to do your reading, something outside, something. And I've said that on previous episodes, something physical and a chore, you know, like those are the basic things that I've maintained even through the summer that you need to be able to do those things, but it's just looking ahead. What are those things that maybe even you've struggled with that you think is really important. And now's the time, you know, while we're not bogged down and it's just about, you know, it just becomes so automatic. You don't even have to think about it anymore. Um, And that's kind of what I feel like those ones are. It's not that I'm consciously making the decision to do it. I just find myself doing it. The sleep is a more conscious one, but over the past few weeks, it's gotten easier. Right. Like I'm not up as late. And if I am up as late, it's because I'm in bed reading. I'm not, in front of a computer screen or watching TV or whatever, right? So the the, the basic structure is there. It's still room for improvement, but the basic structure is there compared to what it used to be. The other ones I don't find are conscious. I'm going to do this. It's more, I just feel like I'm happier if it's organized, right? So, but yeah, there's there's other stuff that you're right. There's stuff I do want to do that, you know, with a bit of concentrated effort, I probably would do more of and then demonstrate to the kids. I think if there was a structure of, yeah, to your point, every day there's a block of time that we're going to go learn something, cool i'll go spend my time modeling that as well right (laughs) makes total sense but i mean in terms it's it's tricky right because there's a balance between making sure that they have a break from all the obligations and expectations um but not losing the ability to manage those when they have to go back and do them because we've experienced it before where the first two three weeks of the school year are a gong show because the kids are out of sorts they're not used to having to get up early they're you know there's a lot of requests uh, um, drain on their day 
So how do we manage? They got that? evals. Yeah, they got sports stuff. Yeah. Right, they're tired. You know, in September can be tough, and at the same time, we're trying to help them establish things like, you know, you're really good about a beginning of the year school party if they want, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much for the older, but it's always been a thing of pick a Saturday right near the end, of the beginning of the school year, invite whoever you want over to start making some friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but again, that's that's another thing, right? It's another thing that they got to manage all at once. So how do you keep it so that they're not they get the break they need, mm-hmm. and it's not too much of an assault when they get back, but you know, they're, they're not overwhelmed and feeling like, cause we've seen other friends of ours that their kids have a really rigid summer and sometimes you need to do it right. Because you're working and there's camps or whatever. I get that. But you know, summer should be an example of taking an absolute break from all the drains and strains and stuff like that, which I'd say as a, as a parenting society, we've kind of lost track of sometimes we fill in a lot of the time when we really shouldn't be mm-hmm. um, and fill it with the wrong stuff. So and I think that goes back to previous episodes, one on boredom, which was just yeah. in the past couple of weeks, but then the other one too, just about the pressure that we've put on ourselves, this, this generation of parents way more stressed than any other generation, because we do try to do all the things. Well, and we try and manage everything. Yeah. Right. Like it's really weird to me because we've joked about it before, right. That we're the last of the feral generations where we're out and doing whatever but we are the first ones to constrain and restrict our kids' movements and abilities and what they can do and how they can do it. And, you know, and I was worried I would be like that this, this weekend with the elder, right. With her being on her own for the first week, but I forgot that she was at home alone until she texted me. Right. I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's in the city by herself. I should make sure she's doing okay. Right. Which in a so way, a huge hailstorm. Yeah. A huge like hailstorm. And apparently the house is haunted and there's people upstairs and who knows. Right. But didn't she call grandma at like she did. midnight? She did calling some, some reinforcement. <laughs> I don't know if she would have wanted us to put that out there, but, but it was funny because she, she self sleuthed the problem, but she, grandma was already on route. Um, but it, it like it, 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 I would have expected myself to be much more, Oh my God, she's by herself. Is everything going to be okay? But she's a good good kid. I trust her. She had her social plan. She knew what she was doing, right? She's got plans tonight. That's why she went home. Um, but I think as a as we've seen repeatedly and frequently and very recently, um, you know, a lot of rules being put on certain kids. And and mm-hmm. and it doesn't just affect those kids, right? And that's the part where I'm like, where did we where did this happen? Right. And this is a completely different conversation, obviously, but it comes down to, I think, the point of of structuring the bits so that the kids are active and want to learn it and want to do it, but are also being given the opportunity to maintain the things that they need to do, mm-hmm. but not take away from their ability to free roam, to yeah. go enjoy the weekend, go do all the things that they want to do, or the summer, not the weekend. But the, you know, and and that's the tricky bit. Like we've given the little one, the ability in the past couple of days, she's dictated the past couple of days, yeah. right? And sometimes, like right now, she's like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to read. So we're like, great, we're going to go film a yeah, podcast. We're going to go take care and record a podcast, right? And But at the same time, if she couldn't, if she wanted to do a ping pong tournament, well, we did a ping pong tournament, right? Like, those are all things that, A, force you and I to not simply default to our standard setting, Right. Um, but let her take control of what it is she wants to do and, and do it and enjoy it. Right. So I think, um, 
yeah, all that to say that it, it, there's a big there's a balance, right? Because we as a we as a current parenting group, I think we're our own worst enemies. We create these rigid structures that we think need to be in place, which stress out us, stress out the kids, stress out family, whatever, um, and don't really serve a purpose. So figure out a way to check the boxes that need to be checked in a way that's enjoyable and and still make the transition back in the fall a little bit easier, but then just don't worry about it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if your family just needs to completely go off the rails and just chill and not have structure, we'll figure it out. It's your family, right? Um, if your family is better served by being busy all the time so they don't get into trouble, cool, right? Go do do that. But don't then complain that you never have any time to relax, right? You, you're in complete control as are the kids. Figure it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, I don't know why you said, oh, just that we're the last feral generation. I was watching this game show and it's got different generations. And so like Gen Z, millennial, Gen X and boomers. And I'm Gen X. And one of the millennials came on and he's like, oh yeah, I'm a millennial. I'm 38. I'm like, 38 is millennial. Like, aren't I only 38? Oh my gosh. I felt so, I feel so old. I think of millennials as like 20 year olds. Yeah. That seems old for a millennial. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. That seems wrong. But I think my, my brother's a millennial and he's pushing 40 now that I think of it. Yeah. So it went Gen X to millennials. Didn't it? Or was there Gen Y? I thought there was Gen Y. Oh, maybe. But they said millennial. Who they said hips 38. <laughs> Who is in charge of the generational tech? It's just when your generation of kids. Like, is there a governing body for this? I don't know. Who does it? Do you have to petition to be a part of one? <laughs> so many rules I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I thought there was Gen Y in between. Well, where's Gen Z? Well, Gen Z is Maya. So why did they just stuff millennials in there? Because they were born around 2000? 2000s, yeah. So 2000s to what? 19? That doesn't make sense at all. I know, right? That's what Who's I'm in talking. charge here? Okay, so maybe, but that, okay, so maybe I am not off base then. What years are millennials? Born 81 to 96. Oh, yeah, so Rob's a millennial. I thought there was a Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z is 97 to 2012. So they're 11 to 26. That's Maya. Yeah. And Pickle. Yeah. Pickle's kind of straddling Gen Z and Alpha. Yeah. But yeah. Alpha, alpha. That's dumb. Gen Alpha. Yeah. Gen X is us, 65 to 80. So Interesting. No Not according to this. Okay. Unless Gen Y was before us. Boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. Boomers, boomers is still great. So maybe, oh, millennials are probably Gen Y. Then that's probably them. X, Y, Z. Well, yeah, and then and now. then Alpha. What would come out next? Do you know, do you know what's before Boomers? No, you don't, do you? Silent generation. Oh. Twenty-eight to forty-five. So they're seventy-eight to ninety-five years old. Why would they be silent? Parents had better control and told their kids to shut the f up. <laughs> Not well. Alrighty. And then boomers, whatever boomer, they're sixty-five to eighty. Yeah, Gen Alpha's dumb. What are boomers? Boomers are forty-six to sixty-four. Okay, because I was going to say I, I thought your mom was a boom. Yeah, your mom. Both of our parents are boomers. Yeah, yeah. She's seventy-three now. 
All right. That was great. And you know what? We can do one about 100 facts about millennials. Cool. That's a whole new episode, apparently. Awesome. Yeah. Good times. I don't see it here, but all right. The internet. Let's get everything you don't know you need. Good day. Good day.